Hello, friends. Dr. Joseph coming to you for day 22 of our podcast, and uh, we are going to be going through uh, the book, really the, the letter of 2 John. And I'm going to be reading out the New International Version, and I'm also going to give just a brief overview of uh, the letter, the book uh, that that's considered 2 John, just to give you a little background and just kind of its connection uh, with what's happening in the other letters as well. And so let me read 2 John, uh, verses 1 through 3. Uh, the, the elder, to the lady chosen by God and to her children, whom I love in the truth, and not I only, but also all who know the truth, because of the truth which lives in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace from God, the Father, and from Jesus Christ, the Father's Son, will be with us in truth and love. So what are we talking about here? Because there's some there's some language that's here that we need to just be aware of. We need to understand uh, what what's happening in this book of Second John. And of course, uh, typically whenever we understand Second John, we we know that it's connected here to John, the same one who just wrote First John, and we're going to see later on uh, Third John. And so uh, this uh, this term. Uh, elder is actually a, a reference sometimes that most scholars believe is a reference to John uh, himself. And so uh, you kind of see that the way that he describes this, describes himself is the same in some of the other accounts. Uh, the language is all the same there as well. And, and so uh, we kind of start to ask the question, well, who are, some, who are the recipients of 2 John? And so uh, the epistle is actually addressed to the to the elect lady and her children. Now, figuratively, it could refer to the local church that was happening there. Uh, and we just see that this is kind of a, a common a common phrase. Uh, they understand the elect lady and her children, the children of her elect sister. Uh, is talking about later on is talking about congregations. Uh, literally, some people may believe that this is actually talking about a particular woman and her children. Uh, but typically, we're going to see that this is talking to the church in this moment. And, and the church that John uh, was writing to so often this time was the church in Ephesus. We even see this later on with uh, a lot of his writing was connected to Ephesus. And so let's kind of get a, a quick understanding about Ephesus is that it was called the mother city of Asia. Uh, had an estimated population of about 250,000 people. It was actually si- situated on an inland harbor. It was linked to a river canal, so it was very vital for, for trade routes. You had a lot of people from all over the world that were attracted there. And so the church was very diverse there as well. There was actually a temple of Artemis, Diana, uh, that is the uh, understood to be the fertility goddess. Uh, that was there in Ephesus. Uh, it was actually a site for even different church councils would happen. There's a, a council of Ephesus that occurred. And, and But eventually what ended up happening in Ephesus is that there was a uh, destruction that happened through earthquakes. And even the drying of the river canal occurred. And so this really impacted the, the city. And so uh, this is what they understand. Most scholars believe that this is who Second uh, John is is writing to. And so, but what's the what's the purpose here? Well, 
it's really kind of interesting. It's very straightforward and it's, it's twofold. One, we're going to see uh, see here in the in the next writings is that it, it really encourages brotherly love and keeping the commandments of God. And that has been the common theme that you have seen over and over again, even as you're going from 1 John into other writings. If, if we're going to love the Lord, like love is going to be our brand, the one of the fruits of, of that love is going to be not only just bearing fruit of the Spirit, but we're also going to be obeying what God tells us to do. And then we also see as well, he, he gives a strong emphasis later on uh, the, uh, about false teachers. And I don't want to steal you know, what somebody else is going to say you know, in, in other podcasts, but uh, this is really just this whole understanding of just how to walk in truth and love. And that becomes the overarching theme uh, in here. And so the, the verses here that just really speak to just this greeting, and, and I love this greeting that he gives in verse 3. He says, Grace, mercy, and peace from God, the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Father's Son, will be with us in truth and love. You know, this is actually uh, one of these places where you can actually see the Trinity at work. God the Father from Jesus Christ will be with us. Well, how are how is God the Father and Son Jesus Christ with us? Was well, the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, and what is it helping us to do? It's helping us to live in truth and love. And, and so, as you're just kind of going through and and just kind of being encouraged in this today, I, I just want to encourage you in that. And let me just ask the question: Are you walking in truth and love? Right? Am I walking in truth and love? You know, uh, we, we've we heard recently about the different tests that we have of what it is to follow the Lord. And we really see that that's the way that John is kind of referencing in his writing, all these different tests. And, and for us, we just have to ask this question, am I walking in truth and love? What, what does that mean for me to walk in truth and love? Well, to walk in truth means that I am following God's word. There is a light that is to my feet, and it guides me along the path. And what is that? That is God's Word. So, friend, let me ask you, are you in God's Word every day? Right? Because if not, you know what a lot of us may be doing? Is that uh, we just may be going down the wrong path. We're, we're not walking in truth. We're not listening to God's truth. We're, we're maybe trying to take in what other people are saying, and uh, or we're trying to be guided by our feelings. Friends, that is... Not true, because feelings change. But God's truth never changes. I remember about what it says in Hebrews. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And what a great reminder for us, because why? He is the truth, right? And you go to even what it says in John 8, the truth will set you free. That truth is Jesus Christ, and we can know the truth. But not only do we know the truth, but we have to walk in this truth. If I'm going to walk in truth, means that I'm applying God's truth to my life. So whenever there's a hard discussion, a, a hard decision that's in front of me, uh, once again, I'm not just going to the whims of the world and trying to figure it out. I can go straight to God's word and I can let him guide me through that decision. Uh, but then also, am I walking not only in truth, but am I walking in love? You see, there's a lot of people sometimes we want to walk in truth and we get so focused on on 
that truth that if we're not careful, we can miss seeing how it impacts our relationships around us. And we'll, we'll forget as well that we're called to walk in love. You see, to walk in truth without love can lead us to legalism if we're not careful. But really walking in truth means that we're going to walk in love as well. We're going to care for people. And so am I loving people around me in a way that they are walking in truth as well, that they are they're seeing how I'm walking in truth? So, I mean, this is really a challenge, a power-packed challenge right here in these verses. Because as it says in verse 2, because of the truth which lives in us and will be with us forever. And so, friends, as we are carrying the name of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world, my encouragement to you today, walk in truth and walk in love. And let it be something that people hear, see through us. Bring these together to live out for the glory of God. Friends, thank you again for joining us for the a podcast and we look forward to seeing you the next time that we can gather together. God bless and talk to you soon.